Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Which goalkeeper has made the most assists in the Premier League? The number one podcast. Hello and welcome back to the number one podcast, the football podcast where goalkeepers come first. I am Lloyd Griffith and with me is my co-host, the footballing equivalent of the milk tray man. It's David Priest. How, how are you? I'm very well, very, very well. Hello to everyone out there. Are you happy with that introduction? Um, football equivalent of milk tray man? Yeah, I like a bit of... Uh... Which is like you look, you know, sophisticated. Well, do you know what? I, it, You're used to the, creeping into windows at night. Yeah, well, there is that. I mean, shh. But uh, you know what? I don't really, I've never worn tracksuits outside of sort of work. Oh, so, you're all, football. so you're always suited and booted? Well, not suited and booted, but I, I just, I, I don't really, I don't know, I just, I just don't have any jogging bottoms at all. Do you own a pair of sliders? I do. That's different, that though. I mean, okay. that's, that's summer attire, isn't it? You know what I mean? Rather. Yeah, I'm. I'm more of a thong, flip flop kind of guy. Mm. No, I don't think I've ever worn a, a pair of sliders. An enduring image. You, um, you and a thong. Quite alarming. Um, no pen. You've got no pen. Listeners of the podcast will know that uh, David Priest has a pen. I'm going to call it a fetish. A fetish, yeah. Uh, and it's usually quite a nice pen of a you know a weighty disposition. Today you've had to borrow one from me, and I've given you like the cheapest bic you can ever imagine. Yeah. It's not even a bic, is it? No, it's not. It's a. Um, what in Sweet Michael's name is going on? Uh, do you know? What? I don't know what's happened to me. I just left the left the house without a pen, and on me I've got three or four on me, and that's God's honest truth. At least three or four on me. We're not going to get that big sponsorship if you are. I know, not. yeah, I know. I have, have to clean up my act. Coming out without your four colours. Uh, later on, we'll be answering that question, which goalkeeper has made the most assists in the Premier League? Uh, and it's of all time, not just of this season. Um, it's a, you know the answer already, don't you? Well, it was like an educated guess. It's an educated guess. Yeah. So it's the question, which goalkeeper has made the most assists in the Premier League of all time? And it's not just this season. Oh, here we go. So, thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers um Basically, um, we've come into the studio to record it, and you've, you've requested a coffee, haven't you? Yeah, but the, the, I, well, they asked me if I wanted a coffee, so I said yes, that would be very nice. Yeah. And as it turns out, they apologise because they haven't got any posh coffee. Yes. Um, nes- this, these nice Nespresso Nespresso's, things, yeah. yeah. When it turns out, when we've been here before, we've never actually been offered that. No. So, we know that Joel... Who looks after us here at Aircast? Yes, 
he's been giving you the, the cheap coffee. Cheap, the cheap coffee. Yeah. And this also will be a test to see if Joel, who looks after us here, listens to the podcast. Yeah. As he says he does. I don't think he does. A little test from there. A little test from there. So, uh, Joel, if you've got any problems with that, just tweet us in or just mention it next time just to see if he does listen to the podcast. Uh, as ever, thank you for all your listens and tweets. We couldn't do this without you. I mean, well, I mean, we could, but it'd just be too blokes having a conversation uh, and I'll be honest with you I'd probably rather do it in a pub than yeah. sat here if it was just for the two of us yeah mm. coffee in a, I mean you'd, you'd still be quite demanding wouldn't you in the pub can you bring me over a, a coffee <laughs> <laughs> um, but it would, it would just be two blokes just, just wittering on about how much they love um, goalkeeping and goalkeeping gloves so thank you for basically enabling this and we're going to call it a habit and, or fetish, whatever it is. Uh, we'll be revealing the winner of this week's glove story later on. Uh, you are in with a chance of winning yourself a copy also. Uh, and all you have to do is just leave us a nice uh, four or five star review. But what I keep stipulating, you need to actually write a review because then that way we know who's done it. If you just leave like a, uh, a, a, a like the, the starred review without leaving a comment, it's, it's anonymous, so we, we don't know. Um, um, we've, we've got a lot of nice reviews. We'll, we'll, we'll read one out later on. Well, not read one out, but you know you, you know what I mean. Uh, what have you not to this week? Did you go to any games? Do you know what I didn't this week? I know I wasn't feeling uh, feeling very well. I was oh, really? uh, a bit off colour this week, and so I was supposed to be at uh, Sunderland Wolves. Yes. Yeah. And which turned out to be a group of Sunderland. Yeah. But um, just but just like them, when all is lost and relegated, they decide to put on a show against the champions. But um, yeah, so it was it was all football from the TV for me this weekend. Which isn't a bad thing. Not a bad thing. I had a, another good weekend in the sticks at uh, Soccer M as well. I don't know what I don't know what I've been using those Pro GK gloves. I don't know if it's them. It's a good advert for them. I certainly. know. But I started, you know because on on Saturday morning because I have a little cupboard with my gloves in that little Matty Fernando who works on the show. He's like, "What gloves do you want?" And I was like, "I think I'm going to go with the Pro GKs instead of the Adidas because you know." I was like, they worked. They worked last week. You never change your winning team. We shouldn't. We change your winning team. It's the same with gloves, you know. So I've got a game at Anfield on Monday night. Oh, I saw. Clang. Um, do I do I keep the Pro G case? I, I, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's a lot of goalkeepers up there, you know. And if you feel good in them, then I would go with it, mate. But the new Adidas Climacles do look very nice. What colour? Which what's the colour wear on them? Uh, the, the the absolute classic red, white, and black. Okay, then. They look nice. nice. Have you seen the new minty ones as well? They look beautiful. Then. They do, there don't is, they? <laughs> there's, um, there is a like a matching strip, I think, as well. I don't know if it's uh, see the Germany, perhaps Spain's, where it's the same minty coloured strip. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Uh, Absolutely beautiful. I would go dancing in that. <laughs> you would go dancing? With the gloves on? Yeah. You need <laughs> to have the gloves on. Full on. I, uh, we're not going to talk about Man City today uh, because there's not really much to talk about the game against Huddersfield. It was a bit of a snooze fest. Yeah. Um, but what I did see uh, this weekend um, on Pro Direct Keeper's Instagram account, they had Edison wearing a pair of gloves. Have you seen them? The, yeah. So I'm showing David a picture of them. I'm sure if you look at if you go on Pro Direct uh, Keeper's uh, Instagram. Now, they look, it's hard to describe them. So they're gloves, they're definitely gloves. They're a luminous yellow. And I'd say they come up mid, mid-arm. Mid-forearm. Mid-forearm. Yeah. And they they look lots like almost like driving gloves or mm. smoking gloves from the 1920s, do you know what I mean? But they're luminous and... Give me another look there. It, yeah. I mean, you're going to have to wear a short sleeve with them, aren't you? 
or at least a three-quarter sleeve. Yeah, because they are a, a, a long glove. And they've they've uh, captured it with what you wearing, Edison, and then with a pair of eyes, which I think means that they obviously know they obviously know they're they're Nike. We should mention that they are a, a pair of uh, Nike gloves, but they're interesting, aren't they? They are. I mean, so I think we've said before about uh, the development goalkeeping gloves and the, the fads that's come in and trends that come out. Well, fads and trends coming and out, but um, it. It's whether it's it's beneficial to the goalkeeper or whether mm. it's just you know just a, the next development. Just so you know, you, you change your, your gloves and you you, you know, like I said just basically selling gloves. Yeah. But I think uh, again, you know, I, I want to get a pair of them. I want to try and get hold of a pair so I can try them for myself because well, they they do look. I don't know. It's because they uh, for for me uh, not wear obviously wearing the, the more classic style sort of uh, with a wristband. It's um. I'd want a m- bit more support around my my wrist. Yeah, uh, and I know because I always used to strap my my wrist up quite heavily because I had problems with my wrist. That it was, you know, that's one area that I'd, I'd really want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite funny. It's, someone's written a, uh, a little uh, comment there saying, "When you have a game at six, but mum makes you do the dishes at five thirty. Yeah, that's exactly what they look like. B- mm. Bit marigold. Dad, Dad makes the go- makes you do the garden at eight. Yeah. <laughs> So let's have a look at between the sticks. These are the games that we think there's been a bit to look at in the uh, in the six yard box. Um, first off, Brighton one, Manchester United nil. A bit of a turn up for the books in that one. Annoyingly, in my fancy football team, which I kind of need to claw a few points back, I thought, oh, I'll put De Gea in goal. He'll keep a clean sheet. It's Brighton, and he didn't. He um, he, he let a goal in. Um, I don't think the goal was his fault. No, but it's you know it, it, they're a bit of a contradiction, uh, Man United, because I think since the end of February they've beaten the other top, uh, the other five top six sides, but they've also been this beaten this season from Huddersfield, West Brom, and uh, in Brighton on Friday, and it's I don't know. I think it'd be, I mean, if you're a Manchester United fan, you you it's a frustrating time, but mm. I mean especially when you you side up there in David de Gea's. Uh, is, is it the fourth time that he's won the, the, the Man United play of the season? I think it's the fourth time. Is it? That, yeah, it, which is it's either more or equal to Ronaldo. I think it's more than Ronaldo. I think he got three. But, it, you know, it's uh, seen a quote from uh, from Jose Mourinho this week saying that he, he's surprised that a goalkeeper like David De Gea isn't mentioned when all the top international awards are handed out uh, at the end of the season. Now, I can see what he means, but it's probably because... You know those keepers aren't as busy as the no. uh, you know the, the top keepers aren't as busy as uh, as those in the bottom half, and so all the actions up the top end for their teams is usually at the top end of the pitch. Yeah. So that's where the, uh, the the focus is. And I think that although you you know you, you always have solid goalkeepers, you always have great goalkeepers and great sides. You know they they aren't contributing as much to winning as the strikers are, uh, but. Obviously, David De Gea is uh, he's um, he's different. Yeah, he's having to work for for his money uh, compared to the, the other other goalkeepers. So, do you think there should be more goalkeeping awards, more recognition for goalkeepers? There is, but there has to be a you know at the moment you've got um, the, the Golden Glove for the most clean sheets in the Premier League in the, the season, and it's a bit sort of a bit of a talk in that one because. It's not always down to just a goalkeeper. It's, it doesn't mean that it's the best goalkeeper in the league or the, the, the 
the person's performed the, yeah. the best. You know, you, you look at this season. I've tried, is it Kevin Is it David De Gea again this season? Yeah. Uh, we should check that one. Yeah, I'm not entirely. Well, who's kept the most clean sheets yeah. this season? I'll have a little look. Yeah, but anyway, it, it's you know, it's not down just to the goalkeeper. It's down to the way the the the, the, the teams play, the the defensive setups they have, and so the, the, there has to be other ways to to sort of to to rank goalkeepers so to to make them more. Um, yeah, especially because now, yeah, it's David Hare, David. De- uh, no, it's Edison. Well, the the clean sheets by team. It's uh, Manchester City and Manchester United on on seventeen each. Um, I'm just seeing if uh, there is a player comparison. Uh, he clean sheets. Yeah, De, De Gea was seventeen mm. and Edison was sixteen. So yeah, that is. Uh, that's it. it. Because now you know we talk about the formations and everyone playing from the back. So it isn't necessarily that you know that last trapdoor where the goalkeeper is kind of keeper of the key. It's everybody's responsibility now, and especially the way that football is played, that clean sheet stat isn't just for that one person. And I think, you know, the Golden Glove, whilst it is a, it's, it's a great accolade mm. to get, you know, it's not necessarily down to that to the goalkeeper. No, and we're going to we're going to talk about this in a different yeah, podcast do, with yeah. uh, with uh, with Duncan Alexander from from Opta. Um, but he made uh, De Gea made a cracking save, didn't he? The, the save which was like a, he, he like hit it down like a downward save. Yeah, I think it was from uh, it was from Glenn Murray. Just sat up well for him and it, he volleyed it across his right. And this is the thing about David De Gea. Uh, for most goalkeepers, that would look as if it's troubled them a lot more than what it did him. Yeah. He, he seemed to make it really easy. It was a bit of dip on the ball, a bit of swerve. Um, and he just got across there really easily. And I think that's it's it's exactly what great goalkeepers do. Rather than, be available, uh, rather than um, being there and making these fantastic yeah. saves and uh, that look spectacular, they make the you know make the spectacular look ordinary. Yeah. And, and, and that's his, you know, his big strength. You expect to see him in the Premier League next season. There's always rumours about where, where he's going to go and what's going to happen. I don't know. I, I mean, every year they, they talk about it, and and I know that um, was it the end of last season. I got told that um, yeah, there'd been a falling out between him and uh, Jose Mourinho, really? and he was dropped um, for the it was Sunderland away actually, right? And it was um, yeah, they'd had a falling out in training and. Uh, and it, it could easily be smoothed over. He said it, it had a small injury, and apparently they had a bit of a bust up, and and he, he wanted out. Yeah. And, and um, but it, it, it seems to change from one to the next. And I think it, you know he makes the right noises when it's when he's asked about this question as well, mm. because you know he talks about Manchester United in the right way, and he doesn't really give any indication that he wants to leave. So I think if uh, he's playing the game right there, because if he does go, then it's it kind of looks as if he hasn't been fishing for it. Like, you know? Um, probably got to mention the fact that there's uh, noisy background um, there's planes and helicopters basically in, in the studio we're in today um, it's absolutely bloody boiling isn't it it, it would it, be an absolute sweat box if, um, we if we didn't open the window we would die um, so we've kept that open so you're going to have to have a little bit of a, a airplane noise But there's one thing I would say about um, uh, airplanes about, no about the hair the hair okay. um, it's the fact that the, the, I think there was somebody it was in the newspaper this morning and it's always going to happen over this uh, around this time of year yeah. there's always going to be rumours about who they're getting in saying that Manchester United are keeping tabs on Alisson now And but if if that was to happen if uh, he was to go to Real Madrid I think the perfect replacement would be Jan Oblak yeah, and and I think it would just be it'd be a like for like he's been used to playing in uh, in the defensive side 
in a, in Atletico Madrid. He's a similar style. I think he's a similar style, uh, and he'd be the like I said it'd be, it'd be more of a seamless change. I think. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The next game we're going to look at is West Brom 1, Spurs 0. So down at the other end of the table, West Brom. Um, they're not going out without a whimper, are they? No, I mean, obviously they the went... Uh, uh, with the result last night, uh, Southampton beating Swansea, that means they're, they're relegated. But it was um, it it was uh, it's just a bit of a shame that uh, that Darren Moore wasn't wasn't appointed sooner. He's yeah. uh, he's he hasn't changed a lot. What he has done, he's, he's changed back to the old values. That's the Pulis, uh, Tony Pulis, sort of instilled in the team and gotten them success, gotten them the mid-table uh, security that yeah. that they had. Which was a you know for a club like West Brom, it's it, it's that's it's that's where, yeah yeah it's it's a good position for them, and I think that um, the change for and that was the big mistake. It wasn't the big mistake. It wasn't getting rid of uh, Tony Pulis. It was bringing in uh, Alan Pardew, who was a totally who's tried to play a totally different style of football. He went from a regimented style under Tony Pulis to something that was really free form, and the, the you know the, the, they didn't have a lot of direction under Alan Pardew. And in, at that level, you can't really just let players go out and just sort of um, give a lot of people a free license, especially when they're being used to playing that way under uh, Tony Pulis. And it wasn't that the players weren't happy with the style of play. Of course, it was, you know, it was very direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't want them playing too much football, especially in their own half. But they all bought into it. It was just yeah. the fact that the style of management that he has, he barking at players and using that sort of uh, authoritarian sort of um, uh, way of, of managing, people just switch off to it. It's like it, it just ended up being like white noise in the background. and So all they needed was just somebody to come in and keep with those values that they had, to keep with the, uh, what they were good at, play yeah. what they were good at, but just give it to them in a different way and Darren Moore's done that and you know he, he's more uh, of an inclusive manager he's, he's more you know it's all a, it's a group effort rather yeah. than him telling people what to do and, and he's had a massive effect on the squad 
Well, even like obviously we, we you know we look at the goalkeepers like Ben Foster in the last three or four weeks he's made some exceptional saves. Now I don't know if that's down to the new management regime or what's going on at training, but some of the saves he's made have been obviously not they haven't saved him from relegation, but he's made sure they haven't just gone down you know dying. The save the other that he made uh, with his face, I think it's the second one that he's done with his with his face. They've, they've still had uh, he's still had a lot to do and um, and this is the thing about managers uh, you know the the effect a changing manager can have that you're not uh, sometimes maybe you're not uh, consciously you, you you're not given as much as what you would normally yeah you're not given a hundred percent but sometimes when you just uh, when you've got a manager who you just don't get on with yeah and I think from day one. Alan Pardew never really had uh, the West Brom players. I know that you know. I think he did, got told that he didn't uh, didn't recognise their their top uh, their record signing Oliver Burke. <laughs> didn't know who he was. So you know when that happens, you know people roll their eyes and just yeah. and, you know. Yeah, well, it just makes it difficult for the the players to, to buy into it. And, and I think that um, it just gradually got worse. And it's like I said, you, you, if you never have the respect of the uh, players to lose, you're never going to have any uh, uh, success in the first place. And I think with the change in the manager, sometimes it is. It's just, just that change makes people, you know, frees people up a little bit more, and or gives them I an mean, extra motivation to go out and do well. And you can see that with a lot of the players, it's uh, it benefited them. So let's look at uh, next Watford two Newcastle one. Now, this is a goalkeeper that you have been raving about since he uh, came into the Premier League, um, Dubravka. He's he kind of came in not unnoticed. No one really knew that much about him. We did you did a little stats pack for us at the, at the start, but again, he's he's having blinding games, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, and I think even there's one of the goals you see. You might question. It doesn't look great. There's a yeah. chip from the left hand side, just chipped, floated at the back post, and it's just one of those where. If he doesn't come for it and just come, tries to go across his line and, and, and block the header, then he yeah, might have a better chance. But he just tries to, thinks he can get there, tries to read it, and it just goes over. The, the ball beats him. It's a great ball at the back stick, and it's kind of a head in the empty net. But other than that, he's come up with uh, six saves, and, and four of them have been two double saves, yeah. ridiculous saves. Double doubles. Yeah, and, and one of them was at the, the penalty with Troy Deeney. Yeah. Guess right to to his right hand side, pushes the ball back out to Dini again, and then just gets up straight away and spreads himself. It's a, it's a brilliant save. And like I said, the other one that's the one v one. Yeah, uh, just saves two with his feet. It's just a uh, yeah, a couple of brilliant saves from him. It's uh, someone to look out for for next season. I think definitely. Yeah, well, I, I think because um, I was wondering whether it was it was just an option or whether it was uh, you know it was a done deal that he was going to stay at Newcastle it looks like they've got the uh, it's up to Newcastle whether they want to buy him or not oh, really? I think sorted yeah so that looks like it's it is going to be uh, going to go ahead before we get on to uh, the last game that we want to cover Everton uh, well basically Everton and Southampton and uh, Southampton Swansea um, Dubravka is one goalkeeper that we're going to be looking at next season hopefully if uh, if Newcastle uh, put pen to paper well there's going to be a number of goalkeepers that we're going to miss out on next mm. season so relegated sides uh, Ben Foster at West Brom yeah well he, he's already um, I think he's already 
committed himself saying that he, he'll stay at West Brom next season so um, that's good for them because I think if they can keep the, the majority of that side together yeah. they should have a, a side that'll steamroll the, the, the championship uh, It's looking like Swansea might go down um, Fabianski uh, kind of a stalwart in the Premier League yeah, for I mean, a number of years. Even last night against Southampton, he, he just looked so assured and um, so lucky with the goal that it's yeah, it's if the the rebound comes off him. It's a close range volley from Charlie Austin. He just gets down and blocks it, and it, it gets put home by um, Gabby Dean. And and but it, during the game, he just like I said his handling looks so clean. Yeah, but the balls are fired at some pace, and he, he hasn't even got a thought about pushing it away, and he just. Like I said, he's a. Uh, it's just it, it looks brilliant when somebody like him, I'm going to keep at that level, uh, is holding on to balls out and not pushing away. Now I'm I'm a big advocate of uh, as long as it's you know, pied in the right areas and or, or even punched away. I, you know I don't mind that at all. But it, it just it does it looks beautiful when he when he catches it like he does last night. He's um he's played a number of he's played 147 games for Swansea, 32 for Arsenal. He's 33 years old. He's got one year left on his Swansea contract. Do you expect to see him back in the Premier League? Do you think he'll get he'll get bought or you know will Swansea be looking to offload? I don't know how much he's on, but will they be looking to offload a bit? You know a few of the higher Premier League earners. Well, if they do go down um, and the favourites too at the moment. You can see that there'll there'll be a, a queue from I think. I mean, you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he, like I said, he he's solid and reliable, and yeah, yeah. Try to think of the, the clubs that uh, perhaps looking for goalkeepers next season. Obviously, Joe Hart's going back to Man City, so West Ham possibly looking for another goalkeeper. And so, the Joe Hart going back to Man City. Do you know what will happen there? No, I mean, no. The, no, the, this the only solution for him really is to. It may be strange for someone like him to to spend three seasons out on loan. Um, I'm sure he doesn't want that. Um, does he just need to go somewhere else? Yeah, of course he does. He needs to go somewhere and be loved. And like I said before about go somewhere where uh, a coach is going to rebuild his game again yeah. and, and give what's best, uh, do what's best for him rather than just sort of kind of what he's been doing that's led him to this point. Now he needs, uh, he does need guidance. And I don't know that you know somebody at his level, it's. Uh, he probably thinks so. He, he knows what's best for him, but um, that's, I, th- I think he, he definitely needs to go somewhere where he can. He knows he's going to be number one, and then uh, knows that uh, he's going to be there not just for the the remainder of the season. But if you look at all the teams in the Premier League, you know, you look at like Man City, Man United. I mean, Liverpool, maybe not so. Spurs, Chelsea, most of them have got a number one that's going to that's going to be there next season yeah from the big ones I mean Arsenal probably looking for a goalkeeper next season uh, I think Ospina is probably he'll look for, for first uh, more first team games somewhere else but I wouldn't if I was you I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be against going abroad again you reckon yeah you know it it, it, it didn't work out last time from simply because um, you know the team that he went to was defensively uh, wasn't great and he didn't have the ch- the best, give himself the best chance to to shine either. But I mean, if he goes there and let's say it's more of a long term solution, um, you know, it it can give him a new lease of life for the rest of his career. Um, someone that a lot of people will be trying to uh, buy uh, this summer, Jack Butland. Now there's been a number of rumours circulating as to where he's going to go. Um, he, 
it's, it's interesting isn't it, that a keeper that will, I think, arguably will be on the plane to Russia, mm. um, you know, with a, with a relegated uh, aside. Same thing happened last year, you know, Jordan Pickford relegated with Sunderland is probably going to be one or two mm-hmm. for it for England this season yet we were downstairs in the coffee shop talking about um, Germany's options it looks like Neuer's not going to be playing at the World Cup anymore and then if you look at the number two like Testegen I think will arguably yeah. take his place you've got Karius at Liverpool he's not even in the under 21 squad like let alone even in the Germany squad mm-hmm. he's not even in the under I think he's made one appearance so you just look at someone like Germany, who have got this absolute plethora of German goalkeepers mm. just queuing up and playing at a you know a decent level. Oh, well, I mean you've got you've got to keep in Karius, who's in the Champions League final, and he probably he won't be in the, <laughs> in the be, squad like you know, Which is insane. Yeah, it is. I it is. It is absolutely insane. Now, um, Butland. I mean, do you have any idea? Have you heard any gossip as to where he'll be going next no, season or what will be happening? Obviously, there, there was the, the contact from Liverpool in December. Um, People are talking about whether Arsenal might go from. There was a lot of talk of Wolves this week. Yeah, I've seen that. And do you know what? That, that's a really interesting one for me, simply because um, the uh, the Wolves project at the minute it's it looks like it, going into the Premier League next season. A lot of people saying that they'd finish comfortably mid table with the side they've got now. Yeah. They've got a lot, you know, with. Um, uh, George Mendes uh, pulling the strings behind the scenes. Yeah. They've got access Super to a lot agent. of players. Yeah, you've got a lot of access to uh, to to big big players than they wouldn't ordinarily have uh, if he wasn't there. They've obviously got the funds to do that as well. So it's you know that could be a decision for him that you know being part of some because it's something that's happened in the past with uh, if you look at some like um, I think. Uh, when uh, Pete Shilton went to Southampton early 80s it was a similar sort of vibe you know, right, going, okay. going somewhere I mean he was a lot older than, yeah. than Jack but going somewhere and being part of something that's you know like uh, I don't know, like, you know like when um, you know when Shea Given went to, to Manchester City as well yeah it's, of course yeah. It's, you know it was the start of something new and something big be, I, I, be, I just think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be interesting to see what happens and, and you know and, and, and where he. Uh, it's a massive decision for him. Of course, Real it, is, of course it is. Because yeah. he's been at Stoke, you know, a long time now. And, and he'll, he'll want it all done before the World Cup. And yeah. obviously, Gareth Southgate wanted it done before the World Cup because you know they don't want all this hanging over their heads and yeah. having other things in the you know the back of their minds while they're playing. Which brings us on to the uh, the final team that we want to look at, um, Southampton. Uh, Everton won, Southampton won, Swansea nil, Southampton won. Um, it, they're not down and out yet. No. And they might have someone to thank in the form of uh, Alex McCarthy, um, yeah. who has had. Well, again, I think him and Nick Pope at the beginning of this season probably weren't thinking, crikey, I'm in, I'm in contention to go to Russia here. And he's had a cracking season, hasn't he? He came in, obviously, Fraser Forster. We've talked about that. Fraser uh, fell out of favour at Southampton. And since he's come in, he's been brilliant. And this weekend, I think, you know, you, you, you tweeted about it. A little, a little bit too soon, wasn't it, about the... Well, I, mean, <laughs> I jumped the gun a bit when uh, he made a great save uh, against Everton. And, yeah. and they were 1-0 up and it was 87th minute, I think yeah. it was. Uh, shot across to his left, and it's he's, including last night. I think he's done one in the uh, one of these saves, this type of save in the, each of those games, up up to his left hand uh, top corner, and he just gets across with his top hand, top right hand, and uh, and t- tips it away. And it's I've 
course, that like I said, it's the commentator's curse. I said that he, you know, he's saved another three points for for Southampton. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Everton go up the other end and score, obviously. So it should keep your mouth shut, really. So you can blame me for that. Well, he's um, 40 appearances uh, so far, six clean sheets, um, no goals and no assists. Whilst we're on this, the assists will answer the question. Uh, which goalkeeper has made the most assists in the Premier League of all time? And the answer is, go on, David Priest. Paul Robinson. It is Paul Robinson. Paul Robinson with five uh, assists, which is insane, isn't it, really? Um, the list is uh, Pepe Reina, uh, David Seaman, uh, four. Yossi Eskalain and Tim Howard, Peter Michael and Mark Crossley. Mark Crossley all have three, but it's Paul Robinson that reigns supreme with five assists. No one at the moment uh, in the Premier League uh, is, is on that list. Joe Hart has made one. Um, so far, just a little, just a little, a little fact for you. But Alex McCarthy, I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because he kind of did come out of nowhere, and uh, he has kind of like kept Southampton in it. It, it is because it's a great story, and it's it's just the same as Carius. It just it sort of backs up the the belief that if people get the opportunity and give them long enough of running games in in the team, then they you know that they will perform better. And I think sometimes with goalkeepers. You get the chance, you get two or three games, and then you know if things don't go brilliantly, then you pull back out again, and it's uh, it's so it's difficult to break into size, and, and because of the pressure on managers, they they tend to go back to what they they know, or, you know what's stood them in good stead in the in the past. So it's um, it's great to see that the, the managers are putting goalkeepers in and yeah. sticking with them. Well, his uh, stats for this season. So just to clarify that, his stats for this season, uh, he has made seventeen appearances. In the, in the league this season, four clean sheets, three wins, six losses. So obviously, you know, it is as we've talked about, it is a team, team yeah, but, game. Uh, yeah, but the, the good thing is though that they obviously haven't haven't been winning lots of games. Certainly, when he first came to the side, um, but it hasn't got him, you know. And he's, he's yeah. kept his head and uh, he's kept that belief. Forty-one saves, forty-one saves in seventeen appearances. It's not bad, is it? No. Right, now it is time for us to reveal the winner of the glove story. So, uh, David, in your own time, can you tell us when to stop? Stop. Okay, it is gone to Reedy the Bantam, who says, The awesome podcast that I've been waiting for since I saw Peter Michael somehow tip the ball over the bar from the goal line in the Champions League in the mid-90s away to Vienna, I think. And a goalkeeping session started... Great lines and interviews. Keep up the good work. P.S. My nan has a caravan in Cleethorpes, so Grimsby are my second team. If this helps me win a book, it it didn't, but you've won the book. <laughs> it's a coincidence. So read the Bantam, uh, Bantam, bloody hell, read the Bantam, read the Bantam. Uh, if you uh, if you uh, send us a message on our, our socials, we'll get a bloody book to you. There's a few that we need to send uh, just because there's been a supply and demand error uh, in, in that I haven't um, de- demanded them from the supplier. Um, so apologies if you're expecting one. They're on the way, but. I've been messaging everybody. Um, yeah, so thank you very much for listening. If you have enjoyed it, please do give us a nice four and five star review on iTunes. Leave a little description. You just have to say anything. Uh, otherwise, we won't be able to give you the book. Uh, we've got a few more podcasts coming up. We've recorded them today. Uh, I think we've told you who one of them is, uh, but we'll be getting those out in the next uh, week or so. 
and hopefully a few more uh, specials coming out in a few weeks. We'll be doing a season review in the next few weeks as well, looking at all the goalkeepers that have made appearances in the Premier League and beyond. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've just got a lot more. We've got, we've got a lot of exciting ones, that, you know, coming up, haven't we, David? Love yeah. Uh, anything you'd like to add at all? Uh, nothing. I'm uh, I'm gonna go away and, uh, and lie down and recover uh, after my little illness. Yes. What was it? Was it? Was oh, it? I, just, I don't know what it is. Just. Mm. Got knocked for six by something, you know. Unbelievable. Uh, Well, listen, thank you very much for for, for, for listening. You're all absolutely amazing. Um, We've got some great um, hashtag numbers, Um, good numbers for some good content. I mean, I think I'm still hungover from uh, last night. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. You've been absolutely amazing. It is goodbye from me, Lloyd. Goodbye, and goodbye from you, David. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.